and gentlemen, welcome back to Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks over at the Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. Tell them, Amber. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is me. It is PC Tony, your commissioner. I am solo this week, Ray Cash and Christopher Platt out on holiday assignment, but I figured I would drop a line to all of y'all on Three Man Weave this week. I know we missed you last week on DWI Podcast. That will be back this weekend, so episode 301 of the DWI Podcast will be back. Full effect, full force, the fearsome foursome right there. We'll, we'll be plenty of shenanigans. We'll throw in some WWE wrestling talk, maybe uh, outside wrestling talk outside of WWE, and definitely... You know you always can get your trivia fix on the DWI podcast. But for today, it is me. It is me, PC Tunney. Uh, make sure you head on over and check out Christopher Platt at the Real C Platt on the Twitter and Ray Cash at It's Ray Cash, R-E-Y as in Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. So make sure you check them out. And before we get going today, speaking of the holidays, I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Got to hang out with some family for a little while. Not too long, thankfully. <laughs> Uh, watched plenty of football, enjoyed that, just enjoyed having a day off and not having a whole lot of plans. So had plenty of turkey, had plenty of stuffing, had way too many treats. I I had a great plan for Thanksgiving not to overeat, right? And I didn't during the day. I I had a few helpings of turkey, I had a few helpings of stuffing, and some other encoutrements that were available, other sides that, that we all love. And I took a nap between the second and third football game, woke up and decided to just start scarfing down the treats. I'm talking like mini fudge cupcakes. I'm talking Hello Dollies. If you don't know what those are, go ahead and look them up. It's just a, it's a, it's a dessert bar of greatness. Hello Dollies. And what else do we have in there? Some, some powdered sugar, triple chocolate cookies. And I was just, I couldn't stop. I would grab a couple cookies and I would put the, you know, the container of sweets back away, go sit down, eat those cookies Whatever I was watching on TV came to a commercial. I'm like, oh, shit, I go grab a few. And, you know, next thing you know, you've eaten half the sweets and probably, you know, 10 more little treats than you wanted to. And boy, oh, boy, I felt like crap the next day. But you know what? That's what Thanksgiving's for. Go ahead and indulge a little bit. Have all your turkey. Have all your gravy. Have all your stuffing, your dressing. Eat all your sweets. Boy, I, I love me some mashed potatoes, some rolls, some green bean casserole. Not a big fan of the of the cranberry sauce, a uh, little bit of corn, plenty of other things were, were there to be had. So I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving, officially kicking us off into the holiday season. I do believe Hanukkah starts, or started already, uh, this past Sunday at sundown. So happy Hanukkah to all of those celebrating this week. As we move in towards the rest of the holiday season, long holiday season, December. So go ahead, make sure you get your Christmas shopping done. I already started. I already started my holiday shopping, and uh, one present down, plenty more still left to get, but I do feel accomplished. I'm usually that December 24th kind of guy, and I actually have awful work on December 24th this year. So I wonder if I'll turn back into this guy that just shops on Christmas Eve, or if I'll pick up a few presents on the way. I think the responsible thing to do would obviously be picking up a few presents along the way. Everybody always enjoys getting gifts, but I think you've come to realize if you're a gift giver, that is a lot more fun, especially when you pick out the perfect gift. Like, you can tell when someone opens up a gift whether they like it or not, right? Like, you could see that look of fake happiness. Oh, 
A cheese grater. Thanks. Exactly what I wanted. Honey, you remember how I've been saying I don't have a grater to grate all that cheese we have? Look what I got. And on the inside, you're like, bro, I'm lactose intolerant. Why the fuck did you give me a cheese grater? <laughs> I mean, I'm not. But still, don't give me a cheese grater either. I found gift cards are great uh, to give to people. They thoroughly enjoy that. Otherwise, I've never seen anybody be upset by opening up an envelope with cold, hard cash in it now granted the children won't open up presents but the older they get the less they mind the cold hard cash so there you go holiday season you're listening right now to three man weave on the chair shot radio network a part of the chairshot.com and i just want to tell all you folks another great gift to give this holiday season don't go get another bottle of cologne don't get dad another tie don't get that wrestling fan in your life some weird cheesy little goofy gift that it means nothing go over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot pick out a chair shot t-shirt for that person it makes a great gift i guarantee it get it in soft style their epidermis will thank you right they'll will be the hit at their next indie event that they go to trust me people will look at that shirt and go where'd you get that shirt man you look pretty cool check it out prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot folks you know you got pc tunny right here on three man weave today I'm going to get into a little bit of the Beatles documentary on Disney+. Plus. I'm also going to run down NFL Week 13, and we're going to close the show out by trying to figure out who is the leading candidate right now to be the NFL Coach of the Year. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Three Man Weave, Ray Cash, Chris Platt, out on assignment. PC Tunney, I am all yours today. We're going to get into the NFL. We're going we're gonna to run down the games for Week 13. I suppose I'll pick them against the spread. I'll pick the over-unders, too, so you all can take me to task over that this weekend. Oh, my goodness. The, the cats are going crazy. Go away. We're recording a show. Don't you know? Boy, oh boy, they just love getting on the show for you guys. Uh, and I'm going to answer the question right now. Who is the leading candidate for this year's NFL Coach of the Year? But first, you heard the opening. You heard Get Back. And oddly enough, that is the title of the Beatles documentary on Disney+. Plus. It is so good. I am, I seen the whole, there's three parts. I seen the first part and I'm about an hour into the second part. So you're saying, oh, you're an hour into a part. Yes. They're three long parts, okay? The first part's two hours and 37 minutes. The second part is two hours and 54 minutes. The last part is two hours and 19 minutes. So know that going in. From what I have personally watched, though, of this, you can really stop and pick it up anywhere you want, right? I mean... It's an interesting, excellent documentary that's just something that people... This is like 50-plus years ago, right? Um, the, the, the story behind this, the details, if you will, 
This is directed by Peter Jackson. Yes, that Peter Jackson, the Lord of the Rings. Okay, so in 1969, Michael Lindsay Hogg decided to, he, he filmed what the Beatles were doing. 60 hours of unseen footage, 150 hours of unheard audio. Now, these guys were in a backlot studio. I'm not even sure. I can't remember what studio they were at, but this just empty studio space, right? That was actually there to like shoot movies and everything. So there's no low ceiling. It's just an open area. And if you think of these movie studios, if you've seen them without any, boy, I, I'm sitting here explaining this to you with my hands right now. I'm actually putting my hands up in the air. I'm looking around and I'm realizing myself, no one knows what the fuck you're doing with your hands right now. So imagine just like an open lot. There's no scenery. There's no nothing. There's nothing coming up from above. It's just this giant open warehouse, basically. So they set up in there. It's an interesting setup when they play. Ringo is on a his kit his drum kit is set up on like a platform that's just big enough for the drums and for him to sit up there so he's well above everybody next to him on the right of that platform and facing the same way as him is george harrison who's just sitting on a chair and then facing them across from ringo is john lennon and just to the left of him and they're just sitting in like these kitchen chairs is is paul mccartney and that's how they they riff and groove and, and assemble their music together, right? Like they, they're literally four guys looking back at each other. And it's interesting to watch how these guys make music together, right? Um, let me get back to the story. So 1969, it had been two years since they performed. They had literally three weeks in this open air, open studio here to get ready to 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 write and rehearse 14 new songs for a new live album they were going to have, which ended up, I don't think they ended up doing that, but this would culminate in their last live performance. I haven't gotten to that part of it yet. But it's just so fun to watch these guys and how they interact with each other. Now, granted, they had already been together for such a period of time, and at one point they had talked about how there was no one calling the shots. Like, coming up, they had producers and, and people above them inside their group that were kind of directing the way they wanted the music to be. This was them now right like calling it like it is and you could see them kind of not arguing but a little bit lost at who's going to make the decisions right like paul you can see is definitely the leader in there and one of the things for me to, is just to watch these guys interact but you'll see yourself not just in one of them but in all of them and the way they deal and interact with each other and the length that they've had the the, the relationships like I can see, you, you, you can just see yourself and if you've ever been in a, a sports team or ran an office or, or anything, like you, you can just see and, and, and match it up with experiences you've had in your life and how you've interacted with other people in, in, in such an important and creative group setting, right? So it's just so amazing to listen to these guys when they get going. I think the funnest thing that I liked about it is when they just get started to warm up and groove and jam and everything. So Lennon's always always the last one there. So inherently, you, you get some scenes where McCartney and Harrison and Ringo were all just dicking around with some new idea they had, and Lennon just jumps in. And, 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 and he finds his spot in it. And it sounds like they had already all known this. And it's and, and he couldn't have because it's it's a song that George Harrison thought up the night before in bed, right? And it's crazy to just, that's how talented these guys are and how smart they are. And they're trying to rearrange phrases in, in lyrics in the song to make it sound better, right? They're trying to assemble a different way they can come in and, and harmonize their vocals together, right? Like, it's just it's just a such a awesome creative process to see i'm interested to see the rest of it and how it 
plays out the rest of the way as they get closer to their performance, right? Because this is a band that knows each other so well, is so talented, has so, so, so great a body of work behind them that not playing live together for two years for a crowd, it's interesting to see how they're going to ramp up to that, is what I should say. But 1969, you you get the full effect of the hair and the, the, the fashion and uh, the way people talked and things of that nature is a different time. It's 52 years ago, right? You also get to see a young Linda McCartney come into the, to the mix and, and, and how her relationship with Paul affected the band. You also, Yoko sits in on almost all these sessions. And I don't see the animosity, at least visibly, between her and any of the other bandmates at this time. So maybe that's down the road, or maybe it's just underlying right now, but they all seem to pretty much be getting along for the most part. George does walk out and leave the band. He comes back, though. I mean, like, these guys' arguments, it's like, if you watched all the behind the musics from VH1, it's funny because they kind of ran out of bands, right? Like, they did a behind the music for Bon Jovi, and it was like, oh, Richie got sad, and John got mad, and then we all got back together, and you're like, compared to all the overdoses and near-death experiences and all the rest of the crap they had on all these other behind the musics, like, you guys fight really weird. <laughs> so it's very artsy, it's very, you know, artistically driven arguments on wanting to get your own thing through, and you know, you can hear them talk about other artists and they, they play a lot of other people's stuff too because they like it. And they, they do weird little fun things in the way they verbalize and, 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 you know, auditorily come across when they're playing this different stuff. Just some shenanigans and some fun. And so you really can get into sympathizing, empathizing, relating, and, and laughing with the band. It, it's It's just... It's such a fun documentary. I can't wait to finish it. Know that you're going to need some time. I told you how long they all are. So it's 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 damn near nine hours, eight and a half hours of, of footage. But I think you'll enjoy it. I know I have at least the first, what have I watched now, about three and a half hours worth. So Disney Plus, The Beatles, Get Back. I highly recommend it. I can't wait to watch the rest of it. I would imagine at some point after having watched this that Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungar will have a special edition of Musical Chairs. I'd love to be a part of that, and I'm sure there's a couple other people who are Beatles fans on the Chairshot Radio Network would as well. So keep that in the back of your minds, folks, as you're scoping everything out right there, Chairshot Radio Network. You know you can find Chairshot Radio Network on thechairshot.com and, of course, on all of your favorite streaming platforms. That's right, the Beatles Get Back three-part series, Disney+, Plus, the story of the Beatles getting together Three weeks, that's all they have. 14 new songs, rehearse, and get ready for a live show. It's a heck of a documentary, so check that out. The only other thing that I'm really watching right now, and if you're a fan of it, you're probably already watching it too. If you haven't watched it in a while, maybe it's time for you to come back. And if you've never seen it, you might want to jump in. This current season of Survivor, Survivor Season 41, has been ridiculous. It's just... It's just been on steroids. It's been faster. It's been more powerful. It's been more treachery, more deception, more, you know, more hidden humanity idols. So shout out to the people over at Survivor and CBS for having that show and putting a little bit uh, new twist in there. You know, didn't change the game. You still recognizable Survivor, but it's a faster paced Survivor and it's really, really enjoyable to watch. I know if you're a fan of Survivor and you've been watching this season, 
you're telling everybody, have you seen Survivor before? Are you watching it? No, you should be watching this one. So there you go. couple things from PC Tunny on, I don't know, you could call it the bandwagon nerds, the chair shop music side of the thing. So the Beatles get back on Disney Plus and Survivor having one kick-ass season on CBS. We're going to get to the NFL. We are, I promise. You're listening to PC Tunney on Three Man Weave, a part of the Chairshot Radio Network found right there on thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Talk about Lord Football, the NFL. And folks, listen to this. It is already week 13 is upon us. That's right. Tonight, Thursday night game, it's already week 13. 12 weeks of 18 already in the bag. Two-thirds of your NFL regular season is already over. The Patriots sit atop the AFC East. The Ravens sit atop the AFC North. The Titans sit atop the AFC South. The Chiefs sit atop the AFC West. The Cowboys sit atop the NFC East. The Packers sit atop the NFC North. The Buccaneers sit atop the NFC South. And the Cardinals sit atop the NFC West. Let's get down to business. Let's run down some of these games. And the game tonight is them Dallas Cowboys heading to New Orleans. Thursday night special game here. I don't have faith in the Saints. I don't have a ton of faith in the Cowboys either. The Cowboys are giving four and a half points on the road. That seems like a weird line. That's, that doesn't smell right to me. But I'm going to run to the smell, as they say in the betting world. And I'm going to give those four and a half points. I'll even take the over 47 and a half. I just don't believe in Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon. Uh, I don't know how healthy Mark Ingram is going to be. They had a lot of guys out. How many of them are going to be back this week? I think the Cowboys can go down and put up some points. Amari Cooper looks like he's going to be back this week. So I'll take the Dallas Cowboys and give the four and a half. Let's head on over to the noon matchups on Sunday. The Buccaneers will be taking on the Falcons. That's right. You heard it right. The Buccaneers. That was a bad ear joke. Anyway, taking on the Falcons. Bucks giving 11 on the road. I I think that's a safe bet. I don't think anyone in Atlanta is win, interested in winning any football games is from what it seemed to me. I know they had a little run there, but who do they really play? Bucks are about ready to crank it back up, I think, especially defensively. I'll lay the points again on the road. That's tough to do. I'll go under 50 and a half, though. I'll go under 50 and a half. Bucks minus 11, under 50 and a half. The Cardinals heading to Chicago to take on the Bears. Cardinals laying eight points. This is like a test of wills today for betters, like this weekend. How willing are you to lay big points on the road? I know a lot of people like to mess with home dogs, but I'm just not feeling the Bears here either. I like the Cardinals here on the road. I do believe Kyler Murray's back and healthy this week again. So give me the Cardinals, minus the 8. I'll go under the 45.5. I have no faith in the Bears whatsoever. The Chargers will be heading to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Bengals are favorites here at home. Bengals have been playing better than the Chargers lately. That's why I'm taking the Chargers. That's right, folks. I'm taking all road teams so far. Give me the points. 
Give me over 50 and a half. I will take the Chargers. Man, I just, I thought they'd be a lot better this year. Their defense has just been horrible, but I think they can find a way at Cincinnati. I'm still not sold on the Bengals. Sorry, Cincinnati. Vikings going to take on the Lions here. The Vikings, if they want anything to do with the playoffs, they have to beat this hapless Lions team. But I think the Lions are going to get their first victory this week. Take the Lions, take the seven points, and give me the over 46.5. Colts, Indianapolis Colts, heading to Houston to take on the Texans. Another big road favorite, Colts giving nine. I like the Texans to keep it closer than 10 points here. So give me the Texans, give me the points. Give me under 45 and a half, just barely. That one you'll be sweating on. Giants coming off a big victory against the Eagles. They're heading down south to Miami where the Dolphins look like they've been playing some pretty darn good football. Tua and Waddle look to be getting along, making strides. Give me the Dolphins. Give the four points. And give me over 40 and one half. Something's got to give. Someone's got to score down there. Eagles, Jets, don't really care. I'm not even going to pick it. I don't care. The Eagles look horrible last week. If you want to take the Eagles on the road given six and a half, I don't care who they're playing. I don't believe in that. So I guess if I had to pick, I'd take the Jets. I'd take the points. And I like the over here, 45 and a half. Don't ask me why. Washington coming off a big victory. Heading to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. The Raiders are the favorites here. I don't believe in the Raiders. I think the Washington football team is starting to catch their stride now. Watch out, Dallas Cowboys. Give me the Raiders. Uh, give me the give me the Washington football team minus plus two and a half. Washington football team plus two and a half, and give me under 49 and a half. Jaguars heading to LA to take on the Rams. The Rams will get a win this week, and they'll get it real, real big. Lay the 13 points. Go over 48. Ravens Steelers big northern big big north AFC North matchup here. I like the Ravens. I just I think the Steelers went on an interesting little run to get back in it here, but I just don't see them. This could be Mike Tomlin's first losing season as an NFL football coach. Give me the Ravens. Minus the four and a half. Under 44. The last of the three o'clock games, the 49ers heading to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Seahawks season is all but done after another loss. I like the Niners. Lay the three and a half. The Niners and Kyle Shanahan have really found a way to get Debo Samuel the ball. I know he's out the next two weeks, but I still think that they can run the ball against Seattle. Put pressure. Russell Wilson had no time whatsoever to throw that ball this last week. So give me the Niners. Minus three and a half on the road. I'm taking all road favorites. It's not a good thing. It's going to look bad. Sunday night, Broncos-Chiefs. Big, big division game again. Broncos have been playing great. I like the under here. Under 47, and I'll take the Broncos. They might not win this game, but I think they lose by less than 10. They're catching 10 points. I think that's a mighty big spread for the Chiefs to cover against a pretty darn good Broncos team. Monday night football, the Patriots. Man, the Patriots have been so freaking good lately. Mac Jones looks like exactly what Bill Belichick ordered, and that defense is looking really good. On the other hand, the Buffalo Bills have been a real up-and-down team this year. I think we see the good Buffalo Bills team eke out a victory Buy a field goal, minus two and a half, give me the Bills, and give me under 43 and a half. Some really good divisional matchups this week in the NFL. I hope you got all that. I hope you make some money and buy some bigger Christmas presents for your family. There you go. What can you do but take advantage of the man who's given shitty lines to you? So that's your NFL Week 13. Stay tuned. I got one last thing to go over with you. Who right now, in PC Tunney's opinion, is the NFL leading candidate? for Coach of the Year. This is Three Man Weave, part of the Chairshot Radio Network, right there on thechairshot.com 
always use your head. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com Thechairshot.com Always use your head Alright folks, it's been an interesting year Lots of injuries in the NFL Lots of management with these rosters on You know, look at some of these teams that have lost entire the, the, the Ravens lost their entire backfield basically for a period of time. But out of the coaches who have had people missing from quarterbacks to defensive, you know, linemen to cornerbacks and everything else, who's doing the best job? Maybe they got a, a young quarterback, and that's my first candidate, Bill Belichick, with a rookie quarterback, is the number two seed overall in the NF, in the AFC. And with a win this Sunday against the Bills, or Monday night, I believe, they could be the number one overall seed in the AFC. You know, it's it's amazing where Belichick is taking this. And we talked about this before the year. This New England team was going to be a better team than people thought if they didn't know because there's a whole bunch of players on the defensive side that were coming across. They spent a ton of money on free agency, but somehow Bill Belichick with a, an entirely new group of people, some new faces, some faces that hadn't been around for a while, and a rookie quarterback is getting the job done. So kudos to Bill Belichick. He is one of my three candidates. My next candidate right here in my own state, Matt LaFleur, he's dealt with the Aaron Rodgers, will he stay or will he go? He's dealt with the Aaron Rodgers not playing COVID lie bullshit. Bakhtiari's been out the, the whole year so far. He's the best left tackle in football. Elton Jenkins, who's one of the best interior linemen and, and plays all over the place, was playing left tackle for the Packers. He's out as well now. Hopefully we'll get Bakhtiari back. Aaron Jones has missed time. Aaron Rodgers has missed time. Robert Tunyon, I believe, is out for the year. That's just the offensive side. Rashawn Gary, thankfully, came back from that... Um, elbow injury that he had Whitney Merciless we pick up from Houston and lose him who was, who was playing absolutely phenomenal Jair Alexander is going to come back who's missed a lot of time hopefully Zadarius Smith is coming back who's missed a lot of time so kudos to to Matt LaFleur who by the way by the way in 44 games regular season games in the NFL so far in two and two-thirds season he's 35 and nine good on you Matt LaFleur well, job well done. Finally, the last candidate I have for NFL Coach of the Year so far this season, it's got to be the pretty boy in Arizona, right? It's got to be Cliff Kingsbury. The guy has put his team as the number one overall seed in the NFL right now. He's won two games with Colt McCoy. DeAndre Hopkins has been out. J.J. Watt has been out. But somehow he's found a way to get it done, and especially inside a division that has the Niners and the Rams, <laughs> and the Seahawks. So it's a heck of a division in football for him to go ahead and be holding the number one seed right now. So for me, those are my three leading horses in the race as we move towards the end of the year for NFL Coach of the Year. I think that's going to do it for me today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this abbreviated solo version of Three Man Weave. Shout out to my boys Christopher Platt and Ray Cash. Follow Chris at the Real C Platt on the Twitter, and follow Ray Cash at it's Ray Cash. I T S R E Y as in Mysterio, C A S H as in dollars. My name is PC Tunney. You know you can always find me at PC Tunney on Twitter and Facebook. You can find this show at Three Underscore Man Weave. 
little update on the DWI podcast. Episode 301 will be back Saturday morning. Chairshot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. Of course, Chairshot Radio Network you can find on all of your favorite streaming platforms. And, of course, you know the greatest holiday stocking stuffer out there. You can get at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Pick yourself a Chairshot t-shirt. Makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. Get it in soft style. Your epidermis will thank you. Well, that's going to do it for me this week, folks. I've really enjoyed coming at you, giving me, giving you some of those interesting and ready-to-go, super fun um, NFL picks. Hopefully you can make some money to buy some bigger presents for everybody. Happy Hanukkah to all those celebrating this week. And, uh, yeah, I think we're going we're gonna to head out. Happy holidays. I, I still have some turkey and stuffing left, but I don't know. I think I'm done with it. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great week. Chairshot.com. Always use your head.